Hey, let me guess, you hate sales. Well, you're not alone. Most of us do, and it just doesn't feel natural. We don't want to be sleazy salespeople. And hey, man, sales just turn us off. As soon as I hear that word, you're a creative, you want to go take photos, you want to make art, you want to live that dream. And how easy would it be if you didn't have to do the awkward sales bit? I get it. I'm doing a three-day workshop and I'd love for you to join me to help you be empowered with your sales and not only just love your sales, but actually have a lot of fun in it as well. Sales won't just increase your profits in your business. It's going to help you create a better client experience and overall a better experience for you in your business, especially as you make a little bit more money and you start giving your clients the attention and the products and the services that they deserve. Now, if you want to learn my tips and tricks that help me scale my wedding photography biz past the 500000 per year mark, join in. It's only $9. It's coming up and you just have to head to my website, jialong.co. That's jialong.co. Register there, buy your ticket, $9. Now, it's three days around about one to two hours per day and it's going to be game changer for you. This one, you won't want to miss. You're listening to Jai Long and this is Make Your Break. Whether you're a big-hearted creative or an aspiring entrepreneur, let's take action on your dreams. Reconnecting you with your why and giving you the how. I'm here to dish out actionable mindset tips and fun industry secrets to help you blow up your biz. From eye-opening reality checks to motivational gold, no two episodes are ever the same. So tune in weekly. Skip the FOMO and let's dive into the deep together. You're listening to Jai Long. This is episode 171 and I'm excited that you're back here with us. Hey, I just want to say a quick apology because I have been a little, I don't know, I've been away a little bit these last couple of weeks. Um, I've had a lot on my plate and to be honest, I've been struggling a little bit with a few decisions and things going along in in business life and in my life and with everything else. So I took a step back from the podcast so I could give myself a little bit of space so I can get clear, get my priorities right, rechange things and then so I can move forward and fast move forward faster and harder and go do some amazing things which I'm excited about. Today, I'm actually talking to one of, I won't say one of my favorite students, but Kevin has been with me in the business map for the last two years. He was one of the first people to join. So I finally got him on here. And one of the reasons being is because he actually, when he first joined, he was one of the first guys that I worked with that actually implemented all the Facebook strategy stuff that I teach, which is really cool. And, um, he actually, over the last 18 months, he's turned his $7,500 into, I think, about $180,000, which is an amazing return on investment. So it just shows like Facebook ads are not dead. They're working very well. We just need to craft a really good offer and know what we're doing. But um, I know in a lot of creative spaces, a lot of us, we don't actually run Facebook ads for whatever different reason. Maybe we don't want to seem like we're selling. We don't want to market ourselves too much. Maybe we just don't know what we're doing, like whatever it is. For me personally, I've actually ran like every year, these last couple of years, I've ran probably like between two, three, four hundred thousand dollars worth of Facebook ads personally for my own stuff. And I've learned a lot. I've been able to scale a lot of things. I've also, you know, definitely made a lot of mistakes along the way. And so I bring that expertise when I'm inside the business map and we're doing masterminds and things like that around sales and around Facebook ads and paid advertising and all that good stuff. 
So I hope today brings you a lot of happiness. And I just want to leave a little call to action. If you haven't left a review to the podcast yet, um, you know my happiness depends on your reviews. So I always go on there every single day, literally go on there. I'm just checking right now and check the reviews. And um, I haven't had one in a while and I'm starting to feel a little bit lonely. So if you do want to leave me a review, I'm going to leave a link in the show notes underneath this. And um, yeah, definitely do it because sharing that love helps us get more listeners and to validate the podcast and that I'm on the right track and everything else uh, and helps everything move forward. And hey, if I brought you some value, it's just that one little act of kindness that's going to make my day and help this channel in some way. Now, you know, we don't sell ad spaces or do anything like that. But today I've actually got two mentions that are in the podcast itself. We talk about copywriting with Pepperstorm. Um, so I'm going to leave a link below and there's a hundred dollars off if you want to get some um, copywriting by my guys at Pepperstorm, which are really cool. Uh, and also we talk about our email templates. So if you do want to check out our email templates, there's a little deal below. Um, I'm going to leave a link there for them. Just so you know, when we're talking about that in the episode, um, you know where to find those things. But yeah, other than that, thank you for coming back. Good to have you here again. And let's get into today's interview. Hey, I've got Kevin here. Kevin from Images by Kevin. Um, he's a Sydney-based wedding photographer. He joined the business map actually around about the very first enrollment. So I think around about two years ago. And he's been... Oh, I've been following his journey ever since, of course, because I've been working with him. And uh, he's hit some big milestones along the way. And so I wanted to get him on the show today to have a bit of a chat and talk about where he was and then where he is today and some of the big things along the way. And I hope this inspires you in a lot of different ways, but also just seeing what's possible with getting a lot done in a small amount of time. I think like sometimes two years seems like a long time for a lot of people, but I believe like if you can grow a business as big as Kevin has in two years, like that's pretty amazing. So, hey, Kevin, how are you? Yeah, great. Great, Joe. I'm really excited to be here. Yeah, good to finally have you on the show. No, it's been a while. Long time coming. I've been asking you for a while, so I'm I really know. glad to be here. <laughs> So over the years, we've, we've worked on a whole bunch of different things. Obviously, being in the business, Matt, it's been a lot of masterminds. We've done some one-on-ones. Uh, we've done some Facebook stuff. Uh, we've done a lot of different things. So I want you to sort of go through and tell me where you started, like before you sort of found me, and tell me the journey that you've been on in the last couple of years. Okay, cool. Yeah, so I'm Kevin from Images by Kevin. I've been around since 2014, so yeah, a little while now. So one of the old old school boys from a while back. Yeah. So I guess prior to joining Business Map, I was probably, uh, I did hit six figures consistently uh, for, for about uh, five years now, but um, I was just stuck in that sort of just over six figure mark. Just every year, same, 100,000. Yeah. It's funny how we sort of hit a ceiling and then it's hard to sort of get past it. And I could not get past it. I don't know what it was what I could have done at the time, I was just completely stuck. I was losing motivation. I was, I just quit my job. So I left my corporate gig in 2016 when my, my first child was born, which was um, quite, quite daunting. But, you know, I think it was the best decision I made at the time. But I was still stuck in that $100,000 rut and I couldn't get out of it. So when I, during the pandemic, when, we all got affected by COVID and uh, we had absolutely no work. I stumbled across Jai somehow. I don't know how. <laughs> Probably through Facebook, I think. I was just, just bored scrolling and just couldn't 
find any motivation. I just found Jai. And for some reason, I just clicked and it just seemed like the right thing to do. I had no money in the bank, but I just decided to do it at the time. And I think it was the best thing I've, best thing I've ever done. Just an act of faith right there. Yeah. You're just a, a leap of faith. And um, for some reason, I just trusted you. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I was doing some other courses as well, but they just, they just weren't quite what I was looking for and, and what I needed. But um, I think, and, and I think it helped that you were Aussie as well. So I think I just wanted to connect with the Australian guy who was in the same market and the same boat as me. So you kind of felt like you hit your ceiling, hitting six figures, and then the pandemic happened. And then you're like, well, I wasn't growing anyway. So what's sort of happening? And then you've decided to dive into some education and see if you can bridge that knowledge gap. Is that right? Exactly right. Exactly right. Yeah. And okay, so from there, what happened? What happened through 2020? How did you, how did you get through and end up better on the other side? Yeah, so in 2020, when pandemic hit, um, yeah, there was obviously no work for us. So it was a good time to knuckle down and reevaluate my business. So, so when I joined the business map, I, I quickly got into all the modules and listened to every single one of them. And uh, I think the module that probably stuck out to me most was the sales module and mindset. So yeah, that's awesome. Tell me about sales. Yeah, sales. So did, I, did you hate sales before the yeah, business map? Absolutely. I you know, you know what? I came from a sales background, which is a bit weird. <laughs> that's funny. Yeah, coming coming from a sales and marketing background in my previous career, some things translated, but a lot of things were outdated. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, I used to do heaps of print media and old school newspaper ads and stuff, which was completely irrelevant to to a small photography business. So I had to rethink about you know, what, what was the right thing to do. And, um, yeah, with the sales module, it really helped me, um, define what was important to my clients. Mm-hmm. And, and I guess the thing was, is, is the belief that my, my mm. belief, my, my own product, I didn't have that. Yeah. So you had to make the sale to yourself that you are mm. the right choice for your clients. Exactly. And I was, and that's uh, the biggest sale, isn't it? Mm, I was not sold on my own product. I was not yeah. sold. And uh, you say in your in your um, course to be to be sold, you must be sold on your own self. And I was not at the time. And after finishing that module, I, I definitely had to switch my mindset and create products that I was proud of. Mm-hmm. That I would hundred percent say, I am the best photographer for you. Yeah, and change that belief. And that was pretty much it. It changes everything, doesn't it? Just that one thing like changes your confidence, changes the way that you show up, changes how you serve your clients, changes the client experience, changes your offer, changes everything. It does. It does so much. Yeah, it's amazing. I love that. I love that. That's well, it's like one of your biggest takeaways, especially at the beginning, because it's um I just think it's it's like underrated. And I think it's sometimes people always think like business has to be so hard, so complicated, so many strategies. But really it's like Deep down, there's a usually a problem, and the, one of the problems could be it's like you're not sold on your own services. You wouldn't even book you. You're not even excited about what you have. You don't like to talk about prices because you're scared that other people feel the same way that you feel around your services. And so we sort of shy away from from sales and from being the best version of ourselves when it comes to actually, you know, putting our offers out to the world. And then our business suffers because we end up at a peak, or what we feel like is a peak. Maybe it's a hundred thousand per year. And it's really hard to see past that when you don't obsess over over everything else in your business. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Yeah. So uh, after after watching that module, I also redesigned my website. Mm-hmm. Um, so completely 
rebranded it, uh, put some. I remember that actually. Yeah, yeah. Yes. My old website wasn't that great, and um, yeah, it was just a bit outdated. And I decided to really change the whole look. I hired a copywriter, uh, Pepperstorm, to rewrite my copy, my website, and that completely changed the game as well. I created a price guide using one of Lindu's price guides. Hey, before we move on, like how like a game changer is is copywriting. I was actually talking to um, I had a mental session yesterday with with someone in the course, and they're like, "Oh, I don't know why." everyone's emphasizing copywriting inside the course, but just for all the listeners, like a lot of people actually don't know what copywriting is. So copywriting is the same as if you're a photographer, but you create, you craft words together, you know, and a lot of the times they evoke an emotion or persuade you in some way. So if you're not good at copy, it's hard sometimes to to sell your services. So you can create copy that's actually going to convert. And it's not in a sleazy, you know, dodgy way. It's you just don't know how to communicate how good you are right now. So you sometimes we just need someone else to, from a different perspective to be able to put those words together that we can't put together sometimes ourselves. So yeah, copywriting is to me so important. Oh yeah, no, it's, it's changed the game for me. I've had clients who've hired me because of my copy, my website. And my, they said my website was just so good compared to everyone else's. My copy was right on point and they felt like they were heard from the very beginning. Well, that's the thing, you know, like a lot of, especially photographers, we talk about ourselves. Like I'm a, I'm a destination wedding photographer based in so-and-so and I do this and I'm a documentary and I do that. And, you know, and it's like, it's good that you're talking about yourself, but the second that you actually flip the script and actually start caring and talking and understanding your clients and involving them into the story so they are the heroes, man, it changes the game. Mm. Yeah, no, absolutely. I love that. So with, with that, did you, I know you started running some Facebook ads and stuff. So once you, you're kind of working backwards here. So once you started um, getting sold, working on your mindset, understanding sales, then you redid your website, your price guide and everything. And then from there, did you start, you know, starting Facebook ads and um, filling up your funnel? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Because um, I had a mentor session with you probably maybe a, about a year after I joined Business Map, after you won. And I think you've uh, found out that I was, I had a lead generation problem. Mm-hmm. So I didn't, I wasn't getting enough leads to fill the pipeline. So my funnel was pretty thin from the top and I needed to get some, some more eyeballs on my website and my, and my brand. So that was one of the things you suggested. And um, yeah, that was really, really a good idea. Uh, just to give you an idea um, in terms of, my spend, I spent just in, in the last sort of 18 months, I spent $7,500 in ad spend. Yeah. So this is mainly Facebook and Instagram ads? Facebook, Instagram ads. Yep. $7,500. $7,500. And I returned 81K. 81K. What the... Jesus. That's like an 18 to 1 ad spend. Yeah. It's, it's amazing. And so why do you think most people wouldn't just go and do that? I think because of the fear. And I was, I was yeah. also afraid... Of spending money without seeing any return. Spending money, exactly. And so what most of us are scared of is like, oh, but yeah, you have to spend seven and a half grand and I don't want to do that. And so you spent seven and a half grand, but it's like, yeah, but you missed out on 180,000 if you didn't do that. And so, so many of us, we look on the downside and one of the big mindset shifts is actually looking at the upside because if you don't spend that much money, that's what you stand to lose. And, you know, it's the same with everything. You don't spend that much money on the education, on, you know, that mentoring session and stuff. You stand to lose a lot, huh? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, if I didn't run those Facebook ads, I wouldn't have 
you know what? I actually, actually doubled my um, website visits as well. Yeah, that's incredible. So we went from about one and a half thousand visits per month to about three and a half thousand in the last sort of eight months. So obviously, let's break it down for our listeners. Obviously, you didn't just start running ads though. Like you made sure that your offer was good, your website was good, your landing page, the copy, the way that you presented yourself, the sales process. Like so, you created an irresistible offer, but then you're able to actually sell your stuff. So then that way. Everything was ready to go and all you needed after that point. And you did that took you probably what a year, like half a year to sort of like get to that point of you're 100% happy with everything there. And then the next step, of course, is now you just need to feel that pipeline and get more eyes on your stuff because you know everything else works. You know that your pricing is good and, and everything else is good. So I just wanted to make sure that we sort of have that clear so everybody knows that like that was step one. And then step two was like, okay, let's start ramping up some ads and some traffic. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Because I had to be, be sold on myself first. That was probably step one. Mm-hmm. Uh, step two was to make sure that my offer was was awesome and that uh, I was proud of what I was putting out there to the world, um, and just make sure that all everything before it and after it was was excellent. So I wasn't willing to to invest in the ads until I was happy with what I was doing, and it definitely has paid off. Well, you know, you would have lost a lot of money if you just joined the business back and started running ads, you know, to a service that you didn't, wasn't fully committed on and for a website that you didn't love. Like that's the thing. And so many of us do that because we're trying to get a quick win. And then we go, man, Facebook ads just don't work. And it's like, well, I think they do because a lot of people use them. It's just something, you know, there's something in your business that doesn't work and you've taken a shortcut. <laughs> yeah, you know, a lot of people are doing it all wrong. I've seen it. Um and I, I was pretty much of, of that as well. Um, I mm-hmm. did run Facebook guys before and I, I spent you know, a couple of grand and didn't get anything back. So It's good though. Like it's, even you spending a couple of grand, you've made all the money back. And so it helped you educate yourself on how the platform works and, and everything like that. So like for me, like ad spend's never wasted money because it helps us and gives us data to go off and how we can grow and optimize and what worked and what didn't. And then it sets you up because when you do get it right, you can make so much more money. Mm, for sure. Um, tell me about these ads then. So actually tell me, because I remember you contacted me saying like, Jai, I've already spent this much money. I'm nervous. I don't know if it's working. And I remember saying to you like, just keep going because that's not actually much money. And then you did. Tell me how, like when you first started running your ads and stuff, how that process went and how you overcame that fear and how that felt. Yeah, for sure. So, so when I started ads, uh, I think I spent... Five dollars a day initially. To go and um, so it's like thirty-five dollars Australian per week. Right there, yeah, thirty-five a week. Yeah, that's and I think it took me probably about three to six months to, for me to get my first booking. Mm-hmm. So I needed to run the ads for a while. Yeah, and, absolutely. And so you probably felt like you were just funneling money into something that was never yeah, going to work I, for I you. In, in about the fourth month, I thought, "Oh man, what the fuck have I done?" <laughs> it's like mm. I spent like money in no return. Should I turn it off? And I think I contacted you again and said, you know, should I turn them off or should I, what should I do? And you said, just keep going. And yeah. I did. So I kept going. Jeez, it's got, you've got to have some willpower to be able to just keep going after that. Like I know for some people it's not a lot of money and for others it's a really, it is a lot of money. But to be able to go like, well, it hasn't worked yet and, I'll, and I'm going to continue and continue. It takes a lot of willpower. Mm. Yeah, I just had to believe in that ad and, and what I was giving because I, I actually um i created a um, a really good blog post actually mm-hmm. that was the thing that i did so i created a blog post it was a um like 22 best wedding venues in sydney mm, that's right yep i said like um 
the DM copy was saying something like, um, oh, planning a wedding is really, really hard. I completely get it. And I know you need some help. So here's something that I think will give you a bit of you know, help trying to find that perfect venue. That's perfect. And, um, to my blog post and that was pretty much it. So that was my ad copy. And I've also did retargeting ads to, to remind people that if you know, they forgot about me and I'm back on their, you know, on their phone again. So it was a really good idea. Yeah, that's awesome. Hey, so before we get sort of more into like the creative of the ads, I just want to talk a little bit about that ad spend again. So it was, it was $5 a day, $35 a week. Did you increase it after a while? And also like just for the listeners and, and so how Facebook ads work, because a lot of people think, well, can't you just put $100 a day on it and just keep ramping it up? But Facebook or Meta works with AI and it's machine learning and it needs to learn your audience and it needs to collect data, which costs you money, but collect data and then it knows who to go to and who not to go to and what works and what doesn't work. And that's why when you start running ads, you don't get instant gratification and it will take a while, but it's also why you can simply start with like $2 a day, $3 a day or $4 or $5 a day because it's only running to a small pool of people, but it's allowing your pixel um, and it's allowing the actual machine learning to find those right people. And then after a while, you'll start getting inquiries. And then from there, you can start increasing your daily spend as well. So tell me that process. Like once you start getting some inquiries, did you keep the same daily spend? Yeah. So I think I kept the $5 a day for about a year. And then you told me to increase it. So I think I bumped up to seven. And I believe that's 10. Perfect. Yeah. So that's like $70 a week you're spending? Mm. Yeah, it's about $350 a month. Yeah. Um, so I get... Which in the grand scheme of things, is like, that's nothing really. Like how many, how many weddings were you booking per month? Oh, yeah. I would say about um, yeah, maybe one, one a month, I think. So yeah, if you, if you look at the, the actual revenue, 81K for, for seven and a half grand spend totally from what I've started with. It's, uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, it makes total. Huge. Yeah, it's massive. It's good that you did it that way as well, instead of just like paying money for a directory or, or something else that you can't track and optimize and take um, control of. Because so many of us, we spend money on advertising on things that is like pretty outdated and it doesn't really get you too much work. But when you're proactive about your own ad span and your own creative and what you can do, just like what we're about to talk about next, how you can change your creative and change your offer and then how that can drastically change the results. So let's talk about your creative, like with the creative. And if for the listeners, if you don't know what creative is, I'm talking about like the actual poster, like if it's a video, if it's a slideshow, if it's an image, um, the copy, it's the headline, it's all the things that you see that actually on the front end, that's actually on Instagram and Facebook. When you started, what was, what was that? Was it very basic or? Yeah. So when, um, after watching that Facebook, module in the business map. Um, I created, I think about four or five different ads. Mm-hmm. Uh, I did some testing and it was probably a photo, a carousel, a video, a slideshow and something else kind of before was, but yeah, I did some testing and to me, the, um, the photo was working. So the, the slideshow wasn't working as well. Um, you can sort of see in the stats that one was working way better than the other. So did you just slowly start turning some of those ads off? Yeah. I did. So I, when I sort of got some good data, um, about three, uh, maybe six months worth, I turned off ones that weren't working as well. Mm-hmm. And so the clear winner for you was the image that you, yeah, that you showed? Yeah, one, one solo image. Yeah. One solo image that was, was that, that was it. And I think it was, and, uh, I think the click was probably about 20 cents. So it wasn't much at all. 
Yeah, per click, 20 cents. So it's perfect. And so from there, how'd you get to the blog post? When did you go like, oh, actually, I'm going to change it up and make a blog post? Yeah, so um, I believe I created a blog post after that. And then I linked it back to my website as well. So I, that was yeah, about six months in. And yeah, that, that definitely made a difference. So just changing it up and then changing up the content because um, this, this was to a cold audience, yeah? So it's just like not a retarget, just basically to anyone that's engaged in your area you're running an ad that was solving one of their problems and at the top end of their problems, like if they haven't booked a venue yet, then chances are they haven't booked a photographer yet. So that's the problem that you solve for them. Yeah, exactly. That's unreal. Did you write the blog post yourself or did you outsource it? To a uh, that one I wrote myself. Yeah, it was a, I think it was a 3,000 word blog post. That, wow. Um, I spent hours and hours writing. Um, Perfect. It was, yeah, pretty solid. That was one of the tips from you as well. Um, my blog posts were only... 500 words back in the day. And um, I think you said if it's, it's not worth reading if it's under a thousand. So yeah, I started writing 3000 word blog posts. And that's perfect, man. You get so many results when you do stuff like that. Like the amount of people that write a blog post, that's like 200 words or, you know, 800 words. And it's like, that's, there's nothing in that. There's no substance, you know, no. but if you create something that's worth reading and that's first page Google worthy, it's probably going to rank on Google as well as you can use it for ads and things like that. And as well, it serves your clients and creates a better client experience. Mm. Yep. It's unreal. So from there, you did some retargeting as well. So um, for the listeners, retargeting is basically you're retargeting someone that's like been to the blog post or seen your um, ads before, or they've been on your Instagram or social media accounts, or they've been on your website. Um, So you're basically retargeting an audience that already knows who you are or has interacted with you online. So tell me about that. Yeah. So um, I suppose the people who do see my ads... um, Sometimes they get busy and they forget about doing what they're doing. And retargeting definitely helps to put you back in front of mind when they're probably not realizing it. What did you use for the retarget ad? Like what was the creative? It was, I think it was something to do with, so, hey, um, you know, I'm sure you're pretty busy right now, but um, yeah, here's, here's another, actually, a, a link to another blog post. So, it was actually my, um, my blog post was a, uh, a timeline tips one. There's seven timeline tips on how to create your perfect timeline. So I did that. So that was like, hey, I'm sure you're really busy. Uh, here's something that will help with your wedding planning. There you go. Thanks. Wow, that's perfect. So, you, so from their point of view, is they've seen your ad and it says, hey, I know it's hard to plan a wedding. I get it. Here is some venues to think about. And you chose venues that are nice and close. So that way it's all the right audience and everything. Then people jumped on there, had a look and like, geez, that was good. And then kind of forgot about you. Then they get it back on social media. And then the next thing is like, I know that you're busy. Here's ways that you can plan your timeline. And now they're back on, oh, I remember this person. Um, this is awesome information. So that's basically the client journey. Yeah. Pretty much. Pretty much. So there's no hard sales. There's no like, oh, book me today, get 20% off. I've seen those ads everywhere. It's like, oh, yeah, they don't work. <laughs> yeah. So that's what I did. So it's a very soft sell approach. It's, um, it's basically helping meeting people where they're at at the time and yeah. helping, helping them. It's all so it instead of like push marketing where you just go on like, here's a discount, here's a two for one special, you're doing pool marketing where it's like, hey, I've got some information for you if you, if you need it. And then they come to you because they're willing to. Yes. Yes. So from that second ad, was there another ad to retarget those people or did they, those people end up going like, oh, I wouldn't mind actually looking around and finding more and then sending you an inquiry? Yeah. So I think um, yeah, from there, I, I would um, 
yeah, track their movement on Hotjar as well and see where they're coming from, mm-hmm. where they're clicking. And you can see some of the, um, you can see that they're coming from Facebook. Mm-hmm. And then you get, get an um, inquiry in your contact form and it says Facebook, Instagram. So then you know it's from there. Perfect. And, um, and then obviously during the, the meeting and when I'm talking to them, I do ask them the question, hey, how did you find me? And they say, oh, you know what? I've actually found you from, I was just scrolling through Instagram one day and I found, found your ad pop-up. And mm. So then it is, okay, yep, it's, it's working. You know, it's amazing that they, they do work so well because so many, like so many wedding photographers or people in an industry all follow each other. So we feel like the market's saturated because it's like, oh, there's so many other wedding photographers, but it's all with that we see. And then when I talk to anyone out of our industry, they're like, oh, is there lots of wedding photographers? I thought there was like none. And so they're not in that industry. So they're just planning a wedding. And then when one of your ads come up, it's like, oh, here's a wedding photographer. I need to cross that off the list. This is perfect. And so it's like the perfect time that you kind of pop up. Yeah, for sure. And it also helps you stand out because not many people run ads. So it's, um, it's like a, it's not a saturated market, which is cool. Yeah, no, it takes a bit of balls and a bit of guts and belief. That's all it takes. And some good copy and some, some really helpful blog posts. And yeah, just things like that. That's, what, that's all it is from what I see. And so from there, then you get an email and you email them back pretty quick. And then you would um, tell me the process from there. Yeah, so um, yeah, I, I pretty much get back to my email inquiries within sometimes within fifteen minutes. Yeah, if it's fifteen minutes, I would then um, yeah send them a quick reply. And I've got yeah, this is another thing that has helped me with as well. Um, email templates. So some mails mm-hmm. made some cracker email templates, and I've adopted it to myself. So I, I haven't copied it exactly. I've amended it to sort of my own voice. So that's another as well. Is um, yeah, create some. Um, really good email templates that that suit who you are and and um sound the way you do so you don't want to be because not everyone's like really bubbly and that sort of thing i'm i'm actually quite a i'm quite an introverted person myself so i'm not like one of those really sort of extroverted wedding photographers so um i have to sort of suit it to myself and and my and and my website too so you don't want to come across as an extrovert and then you're introverted as a person when when they meet you, so yeah, so I, I obviously get back to them real quick, send them my price guide at the same time, and um, yeah, and pretty much go from there. So right now, how, like you used to do consistently a hundred thousand per year, but how much does your business do now? So right now, um, just to give you an idea, for the for the last six months, I've made one hundred and forty-four thousand. Wow, six months. Yep. So that's just. And I know that you just hit the two hundred fifty thousand dollars milestone pin as well. I did, yeah. So I hit two hundred fifty back in June. That's unreal. Awesome, yeah. And how do you feel about all that growth? Oh, it's, it's awesome. I I cannot believe how quickly it happened. It's crazy, and and how much. Just a few little things here and there, just from from the courses, helped me so much to to build to where I am. And mm-hmm. yeah, I can't I can't thank you enough for it, honestly. It's so incredible even like hearing that because I know so many people like, man, I'm lost, I'm stuck. And, and they get lost in stuff for years and years and years. And there's no reason to, right? Like just hearing you, it's like you had clarity, you had a plan. You only had to do one thing. You didn't need to go out and make trillions of bits of content. You just made two bits of content, which was you know, some blog posts. And then from there, you had a strategy and then you created a, 
ad and then you scaled up that ad and then you booked out all that work and you got a successful business. And so for so many people, we always think we need to be on a hustle train. We need to post every day on Instagram or three times, or we need to do all the strategies under the sun because we've got no direction, no clarity. We feel overwhelmed, we feel burnt out and there's no end in sight and it doesn't get any better or any easier. So yeah, just hearing that like you just implemented just a few different things, which everyone in the business map implements something completely different. So that's why it's good to talk to you about Facebook ads because um, someone else will you know, use just one other strategy and then fully completely book out as well. But yeah, just that fact that you just did it, just a couple of small things and then you'll be able to get big success. Yeah. So, so with the extra money that I've made on Instagram, I've been able to outsource my editing. So that was one of the big things I just could not get my head to do. Yep. So you bought back your time. Bought back my time. Yeah. Bought back. I um, outsourced. So now you're working less and making way more. Exactly. I've also outsourced my blogging as well. So Mm -hmm. I'm doing that right now. So, so Pepper Storm are helping me with uh, blog posts each month. So I've booked out, you know, 12 of them. That's unreal. Yep. That's going to be really helpful. Yeah. uh, It's just, I've also started to um, do video as well myself. So I'm doing hybrid video now. So I'm doing photo and video at the same time. So I'm now I'm able to learn new skills and learn how to film and edit videos, which is great. So all the time now to do that because of outsourced editing. It must feel just like um like just going from like where you were and where you're feeling stuck and everything. And now it must feel like a weight's off your shoulders and you you're no longer in survive mode. You're actually in thrive mode and thinking about what can I do next? How can I expand even more? And it must just feel empowering for you. Oh yeah, absolutely. So the the confidence that I've I could say, I've seen myself go from yeah two years ago to today is just absolutely yeah so much better. It's awesome. And is that why you want you're keen to get onto the podcast to sort of share your story? Yeah, I want to sort of share my story with everyone just so. So you can do it. So as long as you've got that belief and you've got the community around you, which the business map community is just so good. It's like as soon as you you put a post on there, people are helping you out and everyone's willing to jump in and and contribute. It's just next level. And I've um, I've also hired quite a few second shooters from the business map as well. So Oh, that's awesome. Right. So they're everyone is on there is just great, you know. Um, we've even done real life meetups and stuff, huh? We had a few of that. I came, came and met you last time I was in Sydney. Yeah, that was we could just finally you know, meet you in person and yeah, and have a chat as well. It's so fun because now that I'm out of COVID, I can go around and like just meeting people all over the place. And it's just, you know, it's so fun to get off Zoom and, and to be able to actually connect like that and all like-minded people that are hustling, doing some big things. Yeah, for sure. So what's next for you when it comes to like your marketing and stuff? Are you going to keep running ads? Are you going to try something different or are you going to keep doing the thing that works for you now? Yeah. So next for me is I'm going to keep running those ads. They're still, they're still bring me money. So I'm not going to stop. Mm-hmm. I might refine the offer a bit and change, change the blog post just to change it up because I've had, had run it for, the, for a while now. But yeah, I've, now that I've got some new blog posts, new content, I can change it up. Yeah. You know, I actually think like if you've got a few new blog posts, like those ones that you actually ran are really good and I'll keep running those. But you probably could add in a couple of more blog posts at the same time so you can test them all as well just to see how they perform. Um, but the ones that you got now solve the right problem. The only other one that you could run is if you want to run one for your hot audience, so retargeting the next one again, and actually have a blog post in regards to wedding photography. So you could have one of like... um 
you could say something like, I know that you haven't booked your photographer yet and you're feeling a little bit scared on the whole process and how you're going to look in front of a camera. Like I get it. And then you could have like, here's my 15 tips on how to get comfortable in front of a camera. And then you could have something where it's you directly talking to them about like, most of my clients, you know, do this and this and this and they're uncomfortable and, and they do this. But the way that it works is this and it's actually a lot of fun. And here's some, you know, tips for you. So that way, like it changes the conversation of just helping them with those things, but then also brings it onto the subject for you. And I reckon you probably convert a few more people just because they've seen the other two blog posts, but they'll be the third one to get them over the line. Yeah, that's a great idea, man. I'll definitely get onto that one. Yeah, get onto that one. That's that's going to be a little game changer because that's what happens too now is like um when you get to this stage when you're running ads like you are and then you're making good money, it's about optimizing small things and getting a smaller percentage. So if you can run to a hot audience, so basically those that have landed on those last two ads, um, those last two blog posts, so you're retargeting those people with this ad, I think it could probably increase conversion by another couple of percent. You might get like one more inquiry or something like that per month, which means it's like not much. It's not, it's not even any extra ad spend either. You know, so it means, yeah, you probably will make a little bit more. Mm. Yeah, just uh, little tweaks here and there. I reckon will make a huge difference. Yeah, which is like it's fun to be in that position, isn't it? Mm. Yeah, like it's. I'm just yeah. I spent yesterday looking at my stats as well, and I've just realised that um, yeah, my conversion rates have definitely increased. That's awesome. Yeah, so my leads, so leads booking ratio is about 20 percent. That's awesome. That's amazing coming from Facebook ads and everything. Yeah, but that's that's also overall as well. So overall, that's that's my whole. Um, conversion rate and um, yeah if, if someone comes into my studio and meets with me four, four out of five times I'll book them so that's pretty much I'll, I'll lose one still and I still get ghosted every time so like it's still it still happens but yeah 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 I've got that bigger funnel now so I don't care that's yeah exactly yeah. yeah 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 you got more people coming in so if someone doesn't book you're like well lucky because I'm so busy exactly I'm busy so yeah stuff there <laughs> you're missing out that's, that's another like mental shift too it's like if they don't book me and they're missing out. And yeah. that's that's before I used to get really bummed and like, fuck, I missed that booking. Why why did I why did I get that booking? What was wrong with me? Mm. And I, I used to beat myself up with it, but now it's completely changed. Yeah, that's incredible. I love that so much. And it's so true, you know, like you need to you need to fill up that funnel so you're not worried about all these small little problems that we have sometimes and mm. and optimize things. Um, is there any other big milestones that you want to share? Yeah, I just started to do things like um, creating um, gift boxes for clients, which is something I never did before. And I was never, never really a giver in terms of like giving people gifts, but now I think it's just a nice touch at the end of the end of the wedding where you hand them a nice sort of you know nice box with some some you know thoughtfully thought about gifts. Like um, I've got these custom made teacups from Japan, so they're really really cool, and some some yeah bit of tea and coffee whatever so in chocolate so just little things like that helps to helps to uh, elevate the client experience for for those who who have booked me and then they're going to start talking about me afterwards and um, refer me more business so yeah it's just little things like that it's awesome you know because you've got time now that your ads are working you don't have to obsess over marketing all the time so you can start putting your focus onto client experience and creating a better service for your clients and going above and beyond which is what we're all about, which is so good. That's awesome, Kevin. Hey, where can we find you on social media so we can come say hi? And I know everyone in the, in the um, Business Map Facebook group is going to be hounding you now about ad tips. So that's pretty cool. But um, yeah, can you share your social media account? 
Yeah, sure. My Instagram is images by Kevin Weddings. I've only got 1,200 followers, so help me to boost it up a bit. <laughs> there we go. Yeah. You it here yeah first. So there you go. So another thing is you don't need 10,000 followers on Instagram to, to have a good business. So I've only got 1,200. Exactly. I mean, you just need the right people, which is exactly what you're doing. So yeah, I just want to say a big thank you to you too, man, because you have, I mean, just hearing your stories, like you trusted us with you know, your livelihood and your education. You trusted me with when I said, you know, just go all in and keep doing it. The results speak for themselves, but it's good for me because there's not that many people that would actually listen and take action like that and believe in yourself like that. So yeah, it's so cool to see you grow, hit these big milestones and and see the big things that you're doing. Makes me so happy. No, thank you. Thank you, Jai. Um, I appreciate everything that you do for us and the Business Snap and everyone. Looking forward to Business Snap 2.0. Yeah, coming at you, coming Very at soon. you. And um, I'm going to be you know, doing all those modules. And yeah, I'm, I'm so excited for the next year. I really am. And I just want to continue to maintain this 250K every year. Absolutely. Um, also, just to sort of finish up here, I'm going to put a link in the um, notes below this for Pepperstorm, which is our copywriters. Um, so you can go check that out and there's $100 off for them and also for our email templates. So if you want to jump on and get some new email templates, um, there's a link below in the show description as well. Other than that, I'm going to see you guys next week. <laughs>